Good afternoon and you're very welcome back to us here in the sports grounds with FinalWhistle.ie for the third of what has been uh, two so far exhilarating performances in the women's finals, the plate final and the cup final and it is all about the men's senior cup final today. It's Buccaneers versus Sligo uh, or FC and I'm Breffany Early and I'm going to be joined for the next 80 minutes or so of action, a bit longer maybe, by Pat Curran, uh, Sligo stalwart. Pat, uh, you're very welcome to this broadcast. Thank you very much Breffany. Uh, Buccaneers just making their way out of the pitch here now we'll run through the teams very quickly and then we may have a catch up uh, with Pat but running through the teams for, for Buccaneers uh, number one James Kelly two at hooker O'Shane Dolan three Martin Staunton in the second row Rory Byrne and Fergus Galvin while Sean O'Connell Cian McCann and Danny Qualter make up the back row at scrum half Frankie Hopkins and Mikey Hanley outside him at fly half while Solo Carroll and Ross Murphy Sweeney are on the wings for the Athlone side Robert Teep and Conor Fitzgibbons uh, in the centre while Stevie Mannion completes the start 15 at full back Dylan Bulger Charlie Byrne Fionn McDonald, Ryan O'Mara Cahill Walsh Owen Riley Harry Balsinger and Tom Shine complete their substitutes bench Sligo being led out uh, to the field as usual um, with uh, Niall O'Driscoll ah, he's fantastic he he's really is the embodiment yeah. of the, the spirit of the team it's the cup final probably means a bit more to Sligo than it does to Buccaneers we'll talk about that in a couple of moments we'll go through the team uh, very very quickly Matthew Early lines out at number one he's vice captain of the side Shane O'Hare at Hooker Cuba uh, I'm not even going to try and pronounce that name watch Cowich I like it you've done this before uh, he's in the uh, tight head position Archie McLean and Rob Holian uh, they complete the second row Darrow Byrne James O'Hare on the flanks while Jason East captains the side from the number 8 position Brendan Cunningham and Ewan Brown at half backs while Cahill Finneran and Finn Bamber are on the wings Jack Keegan Ryan Feely at 12 and 13 in the centre while Hubert Gilvary uh, former Connacht Academy he's well used to this venue uh, he will be uh, at full back for the Sligo side uh, on the bench Tom Gormley Craig Trimble, Adrian Cummins, Matthew O'Hara replaced the late injury, replaced by Ken Pearson at 19, by Michael McMorrow, Philip Carter, Dara Feely, and Cal Goddard uh, returning from an injury. He takes up uh, the final place on the bench as Buccaneers get us started here in this game. A couple of minutes later than scheduled, two minutes past four, we start with Newham Brown returns the ball with interest, and it's going to be a, a put in on the far side, a, a line out with the with the throw for Buccaneers just inside the Sligo 22 that's all the formalities done Pat yes. uh, talk to us about the game we, we kind of touched at the idea that maybe given Sligo's league position in 2B versus Buccaneers 1B both in the hunt for promotion uh, this might be a bigger deal to the lower ranked side Sligo in this case certainly um, for, for our club uh, roughly it, it is a big match um, Senior Cup has always held uh, held in high esteem in Sligo uh, we've won it twice within the, la- within the last five years um, it brought great time to the club. Uh, obviously, we have um, an All Ireland League um, final match next Saturday against Belfast Harlequins, which needs to be won with a try bonus. Um, so um, it's a it's, it's an exciting few weeks for us. But certainly today we're very anxious to bring the Connacht Cup back to Strandton. Of course, the Buccaneers are the holders of this particular cup competition. Not the first time they've had it uh, over the years. Sligo, three times in their history they've won this, but more importantly, twice in the last six years, 17 and 19 yeah. the last few times. And given, I suppose, the COVID interruptions, not played for a year or two in that period as well. So reasonably competitive in recent years. Uh, yeah. ga- the game is progressing on the far side. We're into the, the second minute of play, and it's, it's all Buccaneers, but it's Sligo in possession as Brennan Cunningham clears and puts the ball into touch on the far side. Ball brought up. Quite similar, although the ref has seen something he's calling it back. I, I, 
Um, it's been a knock on there, especially. Uh, uh, yeah, the yeah. referee is signaling a knock on there, so it must have been from the Sligo line out. It was a knock on, so. Um, so will be a put into the Sligo side on their own 22 metre line. But, uh, already a good day for Sligo. The ladies uh, took home honours in the plate That's earlier right. this morning. I know they're still floating around as a few of them, I think, on the far side, or there will be at least on there. Yeah, they will be there to support the lads now, and, and uh, they've done extremely well. I mean, We've only been regrouping the ladies' uh, section in the last five to six years, and uh, the coaches have done phen- phenomenal work. Um, and today, today is great for. Last week we won the girls under 16 cup, and today is, is very good for the senior women's team as well. You know, so. Brendan Cunningham off the base of the scrum feeds it into Ryan Fairley, uh, a well-known name to anyone who follows our, our Sligo sport, uh, obviously formerly with the county footballers as well in recent seasons, but back in the, the striped yellow, black and red of Sligo Rugby Club, and that's a good tackle. Uh, not well caught by Solo Carroll, who came forward to catch that, and it's going to be um, on the far side. Buccaneers who come back at Sligo, crossing halfway again, well brought down by Archie McLean there but it's back at the base of the rook for the scrum half. Uh, Frankie Hopkins to try again as they go across. And Sligo just applying a bit of pressure and pushing it back, but it's well worked back to the scrum half again by the pack. Oh, a little dink there, and it's good, good interception by James O'Hare. He makes contact, but doesn't quite bring the tackle down. And over the far side, then looks to be Oshin Dolan in possession on the far side. And again, good defence from Sligo. Keeps them in the Buccaneers half. But we have to remember these two sides, two divisions separate them. And both teams in reasonably good form this season, both in the hunt for that playoff spot. Both need wins next week. How much will that weigh on the coaches' minds into this game? Uh, well, certainly uh, all I can talk about is from the Sligo point of view, um, this game uh, was, was top priority for us. Um, obviously, we'll see what happens today. But we'll be going just as det- more determined for next week as well. For Buccaneers, it's a very, very tough one because they are in fourth place in, in Division uh, 1B. Um, Old Wesley are just behind them. Um, and um, Buccaneers have to play Armagh, who have gone up uh, next week as well. So I'd say they'd, they'd be very much mind on that game, you know. Um, in Sligo's situation, we, as I say, we can, um, we can make the playoff if we win the match next week would have tried bonus. Absolutely. Uh, the ball uh, well intercepted from that line out uh, by Sligo but there's been a foul. The referee has blown the whistle and just for for we did a Buccaneers did kick for touch but we went out on the full and the ball has been brought back to halfway so it's advantage Sligo at the moment but it's going to be a scrum I think to Sligo. Actually maybe to Buccaneers at this stage. On the it far side it is the Buccaneers put Buccaneers uh, yeah. because of the ball seemed to win crooked. I mean, very, very one-sided. But the wind and the conditions, not easy for a kicker or a thrower today. It's going to be, um, it might not be very noticeable, but the bit of rain coming in across the pitch. We didn't have it for most of the earlier games, but the wind has been swirling around the sports grounds. Of course, anyone familiar with this knows that's not exactly a rare occurrence in these parts. That's right. That's right. Good push from Buccaneers as they push on and ball at the feet of Danny Qualter. And it's gone out left to the winger on the far side, Solo Carroll. Uh, it's going to be back on the Buccaneers side good work there from uh, one of their props Martin Staunton I think takes possession and again the power uh, we've been watching women's rugby here all day there's a slight uh, increase in in the physicality and the power of of some of these players but well forced back by Sligo and he's Rob Holian has pushed back the Buccaneers player but unfortunately uh, oh, a quick one there from Buccaneers, but the referee's calling them back, and that was a, a little bit of inventiveness from Frankie Hopkins. But 
Could he have got away with that? Could the referee have let that go? Um, he could, but I, I would say like the referee's back was to him there, so he didn't really... Um, um, and I don't think Stigo were getting the chance to go back the required 10 metres. That's a decent so, kick um, from... That's a very big kick there from, is it Mike Hanley? Yeah, Mikey Hanley, yeah, at a, at a half, and he's found the corner, and it's going to be a five metre... And it's right in five metres from the Sligo line now, so there's going to be a bit of pressure here. Buccaneers would be very strong in, in, in the mall off the line out, so... Um, this, this is going to be a big challenge for the Saigo defence. Yeah, some uh, big names in this Buccaneers team as well. Of course, uh, none none bigger than what's on the sideline for them in the shape of Eddie O'Sullivan, the, the head coach of the side this year. And it's really been a big impact. They're brand new into that Division 1B this year, and they've really kind of performed probably above most people's expectations. They have performed extremely well. To be, say, to be up in the top, um, and it's a... Uh, to be up in the top four there of Division One B is huge. Um, were they to get into Division One A, like it would be uh, up to another level again. And, and um, from a kind of point of view, we'd wish them well, you know. Yeah. So another uh, penalty awarded to Buccaneers in the Sligo twenty-two, and they've kicked a touch. They found the corner, and it's going to be another five-meter line-out for Buccaneers as they assume the formation. And we're well used to this now, seeing the, the prop go in with the instructions to the hooker and last-minute changes in the line-out. That's well worked and a good opportunity for Buccaneers now to push across and that's a good rolling ball from them. The ball has come, has come loose. I think it might have said got back, but that looks to have been knocked forward. Uh, referee, no hand up for the sign indicating a, a foul, but it's come back on the Buccaneers' side. Uh, comes back to the hooker, Oshin Dolan, I think, that time. Uh, they look again for opportunities to get through and it's push back but again Buccaneers still in possession three or four yards out from the goal but Sligo pushing them back uh, every phase just by a couple of inches and it's back outside the five metre line now as they go again and good defence from Sligo as they keep it tight but Buccaneers with bodies to spare on the left hand side if they can get it wide but it's gone into another pod and they're pushing again to try and get under the posts uh, it's just relentless now from Buccaneers pressure inside the, the last by Jason East yeah, and they pushed them right back and uh, that's a good 15 yard push from Sligo and defensively uh, excellent work from them yeah. but then they've given away the penalty and a little quick one from the scrum half this time he's let go Frankie Hopkins but the ref has called him back interesting he let him go that time and then yeah, called then him back, back again. Uh, I, I, don't, I, I just don't understand that but uh, obviously the referee has his own reason for it um, Frankie did, did seem to go, to go quickly it seems to be part of his game and, and um, but um, Going back just before that, uh, the Sligo defended excellently, and I mean they drove um, in in the, in, the, in that mall and, and rock situation. They, they drove Buccaneers back from the, their own five metre line to the twenty-two metre line. Probably a bit harsh that penalty, but the referee is nearer to it than we are. So yeah, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt from this yeah, distance. Yeah. He has indicated they're going to be kicking for the posts. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll just see how that pans out. I'd assume Mikey Hanley will be the designated spot kicker, but we'll uh, see how that uh, happens. As just player getting attention there but Keane McCann just uh, test on an ankle it looks to be uh, took a bit of a knock in that passage of play and it's going to be McHanley with the attempts on goal just 22 yards out straight dead centre this should be routine for a player at this level but uh, we won't hopefully put the commentator's curse on him or maybe you hope I will uh, as, a, as a Sligo uh, aficionado that is That's solid, a great, yeah. great score. The two touch judges consult, and uh, together in unison they lift the flags. It's two, uh, three points to no score here 
uh, at the moment for Buccaneers and the I suppose the pre-game favourites. It's fair yeah. to say uh, take the lead early on. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, uh, Buccaneers have had all the territory here. They've been inside the Sligo half now since the game started, and, and um, so let's just hope now the Sligo from this kickoff can push on and get up the field a bit. Uh, I would feel we're if we get you know within the scoring range, we're quite good to finish off. You know. Yeah. It's a very good kickoff by Ewan Brown. Good restart from Ewan Brown. Good lift to claim for Buccaneers on the far side of the field, just in front of the the clan, the clan stand. If you've been listening to the games earlier, we have switched positions. We're now on the Greyhound side of the track, uh, looking onto the clan stand. Um, a small enough crowd here. Yes, indeed, um, roughly, but um, it's quite disappointing. I remember years ago when the Connacht Senior Cup final would be a huge event, really. Probably the most of the support is from Saigo by the sound of it over there. You could notice that by when Saigo came on the pitch, um, there was a big cheer for them. So, um, um, yeah, you would like to have seen more here at it all right now, but um, nonetheless, I, I, it's an attritional kind of a game at this yeah. stage, you know. Buccaneers have uh, kicked again on the full out of touch, and that's another. Uh, I suppose back where the ball was kicked from for Sligo, they just outside the Bucks 22, halfway to the 10 metre line. But interestingly enough, Martin Staunton derobed in that challenge, yes. uh, had to replace his jersey completely because he got uh, undressed by one of the Sligo opponents. So plenty of dragging and, and lifting, and that's the attritional nature of the game you talked about. Good line out there from Sligo. Very good good rolling ball here. Uh, Shane Hare has the ball at the back and they pushed forward. They're about 15 metres into this push now and they're still going. Momentum building for Sligo. Can they get on the score sheet? They loot, they're trailing by three points, no score. Shane O'Hare has the ball tucked up under his arm and a breakthrough and work by Buccaneers to try and dispossess him, but it's come back on the Sligo side and that's going to be a penalty for Sligo. Five metres out from the line. You can see them go for the corner from here. Massive driving mall, Bresley there. Really from the 22 come from around the, the uh, Buccaneers 10 metre line right up to 5 metres from the line uh, pack work coming extremely well together um, a, great, a great bit of work by the forwards um, and Jan Nocton our forwards coach has done a wonderful job with our forwards this year and they're a very effective unit when they do get going yeah and Ewan Brown has kicked the resulting penalty into the corner and it's yeah. going to be a 5 metre uh, opportunity from the line out now for Sligo we've seen how effective that mall can be from line outs um, the same advancement now is a score but uh, Buccaneers uh, will be doing everything they can to obviously stop the, the attack Yeah. so good well work there and it's an excellent catch by Rob Holy I think in the, in the line out and it looks to be down the blind side I can't quite see it from the referee looks to be on side of it as well but it's still in play on the Sligo side and Brendan Cunningham goes outside a good burst there has to be over and the referee has given it uh, absolutely no doubt about it and it's uh, it's like Dara Byrne Dara Byrne uh, the flanker gets over with a, couple, a bit of support there and uh, pushed over the line by Matthew Early so a great piece of work there from uh, from Sligo to get the opening try of the game they lead 5-3 with a conversion to come and Interestingly enough, I don't think that's Ewan Brown taking the kick, Jack Keegan. Uh, we did see in recent league games uh, maybe a little bit of confidence lacking from Ewan Brown in certain places, and Keegan did step in to take a kick or two in Rainey. Yes, and, and, and Jack has over the years been a very reliable kicker with us. Um, and, um, Ewan, uh, like, uh, does, he, he, you know, he can kick some brilliant ones at times. Um, Last week he did more so on the score, the try scoring end. And this has been an interesting one for Jack. It's his first kick for a while. 
it's gone to right and wide yeah. <coughs> and so unfortunately he's just sliced that a little bit but 5-3 five, five, the score here to Sligo they lead yeah we need to, Sligo now need to build on this and work their way up field again get into the Buccaneers 22 and keep the pressure on them it was a great drive them all that time and hopefully now that that's a sign of things to come from a Sligo point of view absolutely we start here now from um, Mikey Hanley a ball well caught there by Ewan Brown but he's dropped it unfortunately and it's going to be a knock on and it's going to be a penalty for crossing so one calamity unfortunately uh, upended by actually going into the player in front of him and it's going to be a, a kickable opportunity and it, basically a chance for Buckingham to go back into the lead that's an yeah. unfortunate Fully situation just straight after Sligo scored um, but um, uh, Mike Handley now is, is letting his line up um, it's, a, it's very kickable for him uh, but um, Hopefully Sligo after this kick now we'll pick it up again and just push back up field. We talked about fair before we started about how uh, a, a basically a two B side would have to be on their game to compete with one B side. How important is it to rule out as many of those kind of situations as and those in, individual errors you, and team errors? As you have possible. to when you're playing the, a, a team as good as Buccaneers. You you just have to cut out those errors. They're unfortunate. They do happen, but. Um, the less errors are made, the kind of the, the better chance you have in the game, you know. Yeah, the posts have been uh, very magnetic today. Two kicks have come back off the posts today in the women's games, uh, but this one absolutely no mistake. That wide. has gone wide, and it's going to be a, a reprieve for Sligo, I think. An, an um, absolute reprieve, uh, briefly. Um, that was kickable. Um, probably the breeze. I'm just looking at the flag down there behind the goals, but it doesn't. It doesn't seem to be over to the right here. Uh, it doesn't seem to be blowing that strongly. I'd say very little breeze at the minute by looking at the flag, you know. Um, that's long for you and Brown, and it's now. right into the, the space, and a bit of an awkward bounce, but it's well recovered by Buccaneers. He's already kicked down. Uh, it's gone high, and he's chasing it. Jack Keegan under Keegan as well. In fact, Carl Finneran uh, gets the ball, and Brown finds space down the back as well. Uh, but it's bounced right into nicely for the Buccaneers full back, and he's going to kick through Stevie Mannion, but that could have the legs to go but again Finneran catches well held and he's inside the 21 but it's not going to make touch I think it's going to bounce on the way out and it takes an awkward bounce oh and the line and he's actually done really well that's the mistakes now we're looking at Sligo made one a minute ago his foot on the line just about just about but it was on the line the Buccaneers are happy with it but it actually lines with it's totally right it was a foot on just very it happened right in front of us probably an inch in or a metre you know, it, it, it certainly was. It was a small margin, yeah, but it was, it was in touch, in, yeah. and the touch was really well placed to, yeah. to see that. Right but it means the Sligo have that put in uh, ten yards in from ten meters in from the from the halfway. Yeah. Uh, the right. two uh, touch judge confirm with the referee now, just having a chat. There's a player getting attention on the far side. Uh, one of the Sligo lads just uh, getting a bit of attention. Uh, one of the Buccaneers lads too. I think it might be Jake Keegan. Is it? No. It's it's Rob Holian actually. Um, Rob's a key player in the Sligo pack. Great lineup player, wonderful athlete. Um, uh, just just hope Rob is okay, but he seems to be walking back to the lineup now. So, yeah, of course, a former uh, GA star with the Mayo Juniors as well, and uh, well 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 familiar with the games of this magnitude. Two uh, fifty caps for the, the team over the years in the AIL. So. He's um, been very experienced player. Rob has been brilliant for Sligo for many years now. Well, well worked by Sligo there from the line out, number seven. 
Uh, but unfortunately, I think it was a knock-on there as well. That was uh, Jason East just fed the ball in, and I'm not sure which player was coming onto the ball. I think it might have been uh, Dara Byrne, who just yeah, couldn't yeah. control it. Came a little bit, maybe, unexpectedly quickly, too. Yeah, maybe, yeah, the, the, the pass was probably a bit quickly, like, to him, but... Um, it's just there'll probably still be a little bit of nerves with players too like you know it's a cup final and um, uh, you know um, it just takes that little bit of time to settle even though we're well on in the game now but um, it's about 18 minutes uh, gone so far so just approaching the halfway point of this first period and it's going to be a scrum on the 10 metre line inside the books half and they have possession so the ref just setting the scrum and the Scrum half feeding the ball in Frankie Hopkins, yeah, and he's leaving it for the for Danny Walter to push. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're not breaking that ground. The ten percent that's Walter Hopkins out. It's a serious kick down into back into the Sligo twenty-two. But Hubert Gilvary is there, and a great kick from Gilvary sends it back down. But it's going to just bounce out, and a great effort there brings the play round about the halfway. A good kick there from the former Connacht Academy player. Um, released by the academy earlier this year, but it's it's a blessing in disguise for a club like Sligo. It is, it quality is indeed. Available. Yeah, while we'd like things to go well for um, Hubert, and and, and um, disappointed that he, he he's not with the Connacht Academy, he's in the Ireland uh, uh, uh set up at the minute. He's playing great rugby, and uh, uh, happily enough, like he has had Sligo to come back and continue to enjoy his rugby. You know. Yeah, no, he's. Uh, I've, I've had the pleasure of watching him uh, kind of through the underage ranks with Connacht and he's a, he's a very flashy player when things work really well but capable of that little bit of magic at times but this is a good push now from Buccaneers as they move forward and uh, they've broken off the back of the Roland Mall and it's, but they've made a good 15-20 yards advancement there but Buccaneers in possession now just inside the Sligo 10 metre line and good work from, from Mikey Hanley as he finds uh, Danny Qualter I think on the far side no nope. uh, one of the other forwards I can't quite see who it was might be uh, Sean O'Connell it was indeed Sean O'Connell yeah. uh, but it's going to be a penalty to Sligo just inside their own 10 metre line Ewan Brown with the ball in hand and again he's looking for territory here and, and make sure he hits that touch absolutely it's vital that these kicks you know to touch because you, you go into touch because you have your line out then you know and you can set a platform that's a very good kick he's got it to about the Buccaneers 10 metre line um, so um, Sligo can set up a platform again if we win this lineup. Yeah, we saw a push from around this location about five minutes ago where Sligo brought it right to the, the end line and in fact ended up crossing to, to score. It is five points to three here uh, for the Sligo side as they uh, tried to overcome the odds against their higher ranked opponents, uh, Buccaneers. The defending champions, of course, uh, won the title here in style last year and we'll be hoping to repeat that. But of course, uh, Sligo may have other things to say about that over the next hour or so. Yeah, yeah, it's a very good lineup actually. Rob Holy in again. Uh, and the ball is starting to move again. And a loose ball has dropped, but Brennan Cunningham recovers, right. and it's Matthew Early now in possession, gets pulled down by two or three. Um, ball is back. Comes back to Cunningham. Cunningham outside him finds other. Yeah, Darabern in possession. And it's been a foul, and it's going to be a, a very kickable penalty, but we'll see what happens. There's a call for the posts, but whether that is what we see, there is a point at the posts again from. Uh, Jason East uh, although I think it's Jason East the number seems to have been disappeared off the back of his jersey yeah Jason's um, number has gone number 8 he would have been wearing um, uh, obviously Jason has been in the tick of a lot of things there because uh, the, this very strong Buccaneers pack have put it up to Sligo but Jason has been in the tick of the, the Sligo defensive effort and uh, 
as we see, the number's gone up his jersey now. And um, but um, great player, Jason. And in the last few years, we were delighted he came back to play with Sligo. He had a great career with Galwegians. Um, won many um, kind of cups and leagues and a few of our league division titles. So it's great to have him back with Saigon. He's he's he. He's a great leader. Yeah, I believe uh, he's the daddy of the group, but also provides the ice cream. To, he does indeed, from yeah. Mama Johnson's down in Strand Hill and, and uh, very popular. Um, Jack Keegan has kicked that well. Man has gone. gone over. Uh, uh, consultation between the social judges, as always, and uh, always like to see those flags coming up if it's your team that's preparing for the kick. But it is eight points to three now, five point game, uh, Sligo lead. But we have seen this before, not to, to look at the negative, but earlier in the season these two teams met in the, the Connacht Senior League and it came down to their clash on the last day of the season and it, it really went down to the wire. The last play of the game, essentially, Buccaneers won the, the competition. Yeah, yeah. Um, a block down there on a kick from Hubert Calvary from the restart and uh, it's put pressure on Sligo immediately, but a knock-on and it's going to be a scrum for... Buccaneers inside the Sligo 22 and that's kind of those individual errors and, and yeah. circumstances we want to try and avoid if you're a Sligo fan absolutely like I mean the important thing was after scoring was maybe to secure the ball and then get it up field and, and for, well fair play to Buccaneers like they were up very quick and, and blocked down Hubert's kick and, and, um, and a knock on seems to have ensued from that so Frankie Hopkins will be putting in for Buccaneers now um, just inside the Sligo 22. Yeah, he's only a couple of yards in from the far touchline on the clan terrace side of the ground here for those familiar with it. But uh, Frankie Hopkins, he's had a decent performance so far and he's kept things moving from the back of that front pack. Danny Coulter pushing, but they're having struggles with the with the scrum. And again, Hopkins gone quickly. Brendan Cunningham gets a tackle, but again, this is the third time we've seen him attempt the quick one yeah. and get called back by the referee. Uh, it's interesting to see how that works. The referee has obviously decided he wants to yeah, things yeah. to be done right yeah, his way. Yeah, yeah. Um, it may well t- he, he, he may not be keen. keen or I, I'm not sure on, on the law on it, but um, um, I mean we have in the past seen quick taps. But there is a, um, a situation around uh, a quick penalty is that you have to propel the ball with your foot into your hand, and maybe referees aren't keen on you know maybe where players are just tap the ball and go go without hitting hitting their foot properly you know yeah like yeah, so a, almost a Gaelic solo yeah, required yeah, yeah yeah absolutely and and um, good line out from Buccaneers and they've dropped it nicely a little bit uh, off the training ground there uh, appeals for something but Buccaneers not quite given a, an appeal yet the ball back again at the hands of Frankie Hopkins Hopkins looking for um, support but it's going to be Buccaneers in possession they're about half a yard off the off the line and Sligo trying to repel them at the moment Buccaneers five points in arrears 8-3 to score referee has his hand out for an advantage I think although he's dropped it now but it's another goal from Buccaneers as they pick and go from the base of the rook but Sligo resolute defence on the far side that's a great piece of work for Sligo pushing them back five yards and uh, we've seen that a couple of times from Sligo getting those attacks just pushed back but Buccaneers still coming at them only a handful of uh, one phase could be enough to get Buccaneers across the line as they go again. Scrum half gets it out there. Frankie Hopkins, good pass, and he's gone switch. Great move from Mikey Hanley, and he's found space on the far side. And uh, he's in the corner. Yeah. The touch judge has the flag up, and it's going to be ruled out. Touch. That was a nice move by Buccaneers, though. 
it was breathy indeed because it looked as if they were going to be concentrating on picking and driving and picking and driving and then Frankie Hopkins switched very quickly to the left side uh, to their left winger um, Solo Carroll Solo Carroll um, but obviously a foot in touch there um, but Buccaneers have had a lot of territory breathy you know and they're they're down inside the Sligo 22 quite a bit in this first half you know um, and but in, in fairness the Sligo have defended heroically there and and um, are, are, are putting the back each time. Um, we obviously have a line-up coming now, um, whatever happens. Yeah, the player just getting attention there, one of the Buccaneers players on the far side, mm-hmm. just getting a bit of attention. He seems to be off the pitch, though, but the referee just making his way over to him just to see how he's getting on. Yeah. And there's a Sligo player down on the far side also, just getting a bit of attention. I think there was a collision uh, as the Buccaneers player dived for the line. I think the Sligo... Player dived to stop him, yeah, and, yeah. and they met in midair, and they're yeah. both just feeling a little bit sore, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, the 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 Buccaneers player recovers now, and, and um, this one thing you don't like to see in matches is lads going off injured and and um, are getting hurt or anything like that. Yeah. So, they're paying a fair bit of attention there. I'm not sure which player. It looks to be one of their forwards. Yeah. Um, but I just can't see the number from here. Roughly. One of the um, things about this game, I suppose, it's not unusual to have Buccaneers players with Senior Cup uh, wins to their name. But there's, given that Sligo only have three Senior Cups in their history, there's a few players on the, on the pitch that actually have two. Uh, I think there's four or five players um, who have won this competition twice before. So a, a good few who've won it once, but uh, the likes of Ryan Feely... Yeah. Um, Shane O'Hare has also been involved in a couple of teams uh, James O'Hare, his, his brother um, yep. as well as Philip Carter and, and Cal Goddard and, and possibly one or two others have been involved have won this competition before and, and we talked about maybe the, the, the positioning of this I know it's been played at a strange time of year for this competition mm. uh, but it is, it is something that Sligo as a club really do want this means something to you Oh absolutely, the Connick Senior Cup for me is a huge amount to us because um, before, like we got into back into our senior status back 20, you know, 2011, 2012, um, we were playing the Connacht Junior Cup, uh, and you know, winning that was huge for us any time it did happen. Um, then, obviously, when our, we went up into Ireland League, we were then back into playing, competing for the Connacht Senior Cup. And in 2017, 2018, 2017, 2018, and 2019, 2020, we won it, and it brought great joy to the club and great times. And um, as you know, it, you have to go way back to 1914 from a previous time. Yeah. A move here from Buccaneers off the back of a scrum, but it's been well marshaled by the Sligo defence and stopped just a couple of yards short of the line. But it's come back to Frankie Hopkins. What have they got in their locker this time? We saw a bit of a trick on the last opportunity like this, but again, pick and go. They've first receiver is usually a prop and he's going into that space and again back to Hopkins again he has options left and right but what can we see from Buccaneers they pick and go this time referee in a good position to see if he gets it across the line hasn't quite managed it yet resolute defence from Sligo it's it's everything to the wall at this stage but um, Buccaneers again just taking the time and that looks like a good opportunity can can he get across no held up on the sideline but it's going to come back on the Buccaneers side and a dive from Buccaneers, nothing from the referee just yet as each uh, player after player just lining up to have a go. It's come back again and it's just on the Sligo line as Buccaneers have another op- opportunity to get across. And that time they have got across. It's a, a try from them. Can't quite see who's getting the congratulations, but it could be any one of about six players picking themselves up off the ground. But that means we are level with a conversion to come for Buccaneers. 
Uh, I don't know if you quite saw who, who scored I, that. I didn't uh, briefly because it's way over the far side, but um, obviously Buccaneers game plan is pick and drive, pick and drive, uh, playing everything through their forwards. Um, a lot of pressure being on the Stigo defence now since the game started uh, and uh, Buccaneers just stuck to their plan obviously and eventually got over. Um, and this uh, that leaves it at eight all I think and, and um, obviously Mike, Mike Handley has the chance now to put Buccaneers ahead. Yeah, the conversion to come about yeah. just in about 15 metres in from the sideline on the far side yeah. of the field. Relatively straightforward for a right footer kicker yeah, you imagine? Absolutely, yeah. He's out on the 15 metre line in from the touchline so it is, it is kickable. And we are just waiting to see how it happens. Good pressure from the Sligo defence, but it's going to be uh, two points converted, and that is a two-point lead for yeah. Buccaneers. They lead now uh, 30 minutes gone, 10 minutes to go to halftime, give or take. There'll be a few stoppages as well. Yeah. We've had plenty of them. Uh, but um, Buccaneers possibly deserve them to be Absolutely. two points ahead. I, I think, you know, in territory alone, Buccaneers are, gone, are inside the Sligo half from, for most of this, this match. And... Um, so I will need to just get possession, uh, be calm, hold possession. Um, but it's a very, uh, very good uh, Buccaneers pack who will make it very difficult to get any ball, you know. A knock on there in the, re- in the thing. referee. Oh, he actually managed to keep it, but he has actually knocked it on. And it's going to be a scrum here from... Um, for put in for the Sligo side just inside the 10 metre line in the Buccaneers half. This is a good opportunity I suppose to thank our sponsors for today's broadcast and they are Damien Tansy solicitors uh, in Sligo and Dublin and they are specialists in court litigation and I would like to thank them for supporting the coverage of all three games today but particularly the Sligo coverage um, for uh, I suppose their local side. We've had one win already. We're in the mix for a second one here and we'll see how uh, this game pans out over the next couple of minutes. But uh, Brendan Cunningham with the ball now, an opportunity for Sligo to build an attack from here. They currently trail by two points. It's um, ten points to eight, although the scoreboard would suggest something different. They haven't added on the conversion, but it definitely did happen a couple of, of minutes ago. And it's uh, gone by Sligo. Ewan Brand now in possession. A good skip pass out to Ryan Feely. And Hubert Kilbarry has that bit of magic inside, out to number 11. That's great work there from Cahill Finneran. And we've seen him work defensively. That's the first time we've seen him open his legs attacking-wise and good moving there. But it's a knock-on and a, a poor, unfortunately, uh, interaction by Rob Holian. And it's going to be an, a knock-on from him. And it's a scrum with a put-in to Buccaneers inside, well inside their own 22. And that was an opportunity for Sligo there. Yeah, that's the first time now Sligo have had the opportunity to run the ball. And they moved it very well out to the left wing. Hubert Devary coming into the line, create the space for Carl Finneran. But the Buccaneers' defence got across well. And unfortunately, there's a knock-on result. Just, um, just ran out of space, yeah. unfortunately, for the... I was impressed with Sligo's last scrum there. They, they put a big push on Buccaneers uh, on, on their own ball. So it'll be interesting to see what, um, how this pans out. OK, uh, so there's a, a change here um, from the, the scrum. Matthew Early's lining out at number eight uh, with a bit of a change in the scrum. So the, this might be off the training ground and see what happens in this situation. Be, Jason East would obviously be going into tight head prop now there, you know, and Jason has is, is a specialist tight, tight head prop. And, and, and um, I'd say the, it, there's, there's the pressure coming on already. Um, Penalty for Buccaneers. Referees obviously see something wrong. He, he's indicating that Sligo swung the scrum round. So... Um, um, that's the way it, this last number of years they, they have been penalised any kind of a, a wheel, wheel in the scrum.
referee just having a, a bit of a word with Jimmy Gavin there. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know how that was about now, but um, up in the years he picked the touch. But I, I still feel definitely that Sligo were in this game because if any time they get up, they look threatening. You know, it's yeah. getting possession would be the thing, and I, I think that will happen. You know. Um, it's a line-up down to Buccaneers. Um, hopefully we can compete with Sligo badly missing Owen Ryan now, our second row. Um, also Matthew O'Hara, who's another forward as well, second line-up jumper. And um, so Buccane- that's what's Rob Holy and, and, and Archie McLean are doing their best to compete. Um, the Buccaneers have the taller players, especially with Danny Qualter there. He's probably one of the best line-up jumpers you'll come across, you know. Yeah. We're just uh, waiting for the ball, just a f- bit of uh, rummaging around to get a, a football. But Buccaneers with that opportunity and well worked, and it's good. You mentioned Qualter's quality in the line out jumping, and that's excellent. But that kick has gone sliced, and it's going to be interesting here. Hubert Kilvary, no, on the far side. I think it actually would only have been Finn Bamber, but now it's Kilvary. Can he keep it in play? He can. He's got bodies inside him. In striped jerseys. That's great work there. And that's a great break from Gilvara. He's through. He's got bodies outside, left and right. Cunningham to the right. He's got uh, Finn Bamber outside. And Bamber, will he get down to the corner? He doesn't. He gets into touch, unfortunately, and he's knocked out. And that is an opportunity for Sligo. What a break from Gilvara. We talked about that little bit of magic he can provide. That's that's what Hubert brings uh, to us. You know what? He he actually got that ball back inside his own half. And he brought it right up to the Buccaneers line. Uh, Now standing player, Hubert. Got a wonderful try last week against Malahide. Um... And that's very uplifting for Sligo. Unfortunately, the ball went to ground. Um, and while it's in touch, I think it's a line-out to Buccaneers. But uh, Hubert, a bit of magic then. in A very good pass out to Finn Bamber on the wing. Um, you know, if Sligo can get possession and get the ball moving, we both have it in the pack and we have it in the back line. But we just have to settle down a bit, you know. Absolutely. It's going to be a, a throw-in to Buccaneers on the far side. And... Uh, they will be under pressure. They're about five metres out from their own line. Just someone getting attention on the far side. I think it's a Buccaneers player uh, injured in that uh, collision. But uh, he's back on his feet now. Looks to be the prop uh, James Kelly on the far side. This is an ideal opportunity for Saigo to challenge, but Buccaneers have won it. And they have, but it's and been a Joseph Sigo, foul. Saigo penalised for probably crossing so uh, on the uh, Buccaneers jumper. It's a penalty uh, and an opportunity to clear the lines for mm-hmm. Buccaneers and they've added distance on, on all of these kicks so you'd expect them to do something relatively similar on this one I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah, possibly, yeah. Um, I don't know, the breeze might affect it. He probably should make it outside the 22. Um, um, yeah, he's, it's a fairly good kick again, I think it's McCandley. And, um, just, just shy of the 10 metre line, that's a, a good relieving kick for Buccaneers and they get the throw in as well. So, um, yeah, Buccaneers line out has been excellent all day. Um, they've won all their own ball and um, they've competed in the Sligo line out as well. Um, um, obviously, Danny Qualter is the, you know, the, the, the main guy there and he leads them very well. There he is again. You know? That's good work from Buccaneers. They've got the ball back. Jason Nice has done really, really well to bring that ball back on the Sligo side. Brendan Cunningham now with options uh, to the left and he's gone inside. And that looks to be Cuba. Yeah, and he's great drive. Yeah, good work there from Sligo. Good support from there. Back to Cunningham again. Cunningham finds Ewan Brown. Ewan Brown just cuts inside but gets gobbled up by a number of jerseys and very, very quick penalty there given for not releasing. Very, very quick, but I think the referee Andy Forty was spot on. Ewan and the Buccaneers player got in there very quickly uh, and Ewan held on and uh, correct decision. Um, even though it looked very quick, but that's 
seems to be Buccaneers were very effective on that breakdown. Buccaneers, of course, very effective on the scoreboard as well. They lead 10 points to 8 here in the sports grounds as they go cross field to try and get uh, touch on the far side. Now, I suppose to the uninitiated, he's on this side of the field, quite kick for touch into the, the far side because much easier surely to get distance on this side of the field yeah but I'm just uh, referee, just looking down at the flag here on the um, and it's blown towards that side of the, the field so I'd say I think was it McKenley again who kicked it um, I'd say he was going to make sure with the breeze that it was going to carry into touch and good work There's there Qualter gets the again. ball again and he has really been dominant in the line out so yeah. far but Sligo have managed to stop the advancement but um, Buccaneer is pushing now slowly they're making progress but Referee has seen something. I think one of the Sligo players there might have been Jason East just uh, interfering with a player on the side, I think, and it's ended up in a penalty for... Yeah, he's got a yellow card as well. It is a yellow card, so that's a big loss for Sligo for the remainder of this half and the early exchange of the second half. And just, um, again, we talked about discipline. How big of a, an impact will that have on the game? Well, Jason, you know, um, he'd be a huge loss to us now for 10 minutes. I think we're probably... It's coming near to half time and... Um, um, It'll probably be the first ten minutes of the second half that he he'll um, he'd be missing. Uh, it's it's he, he's a key player for us, and um, but um, that, kick that is a fabulous kick into the corner yeah, from Mikey yeah. Hanley. And, and this is trouble for Saigo really. Um, he's reached the, the five we, meter line, so yeah. a line out for Buccaneers down in that corner with a man down of uh, particularly of the quality of Jason. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, because Jason, he, as you see there earlier, he, he robbed from Danny Qualter, I think, a line out uh, and got it back. And um, unfortunately, Saigo didn't manage to capitalise, you know. And so uh, it is a line out for them, well won there, and a nice formation for them. They've peeled off immediately off the far side of the, of the rook. Uh, no roll them all this time. Referee Penalty has Sligo. seen somebody he doesn't like, and it's a clearing penalty now for Sligo, and that's a nice reprieve given the situation they found themselves in a couple of seconds ago. That's absolutely huge, um, referee, for Sligo, especially with Jason gone off. With um, But the forwards obviously did their work. The Jackal got in, uh, Jackal got in, and um, obviously uh, Buccaneers wouldn't release, and Andy Fogarty just penalised. Ewan Brown has uh, brought the ball to, just outside the 22. 22. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a lineup for Sligo, and they need to keep steady heads now and and just work their way back upfield. Um, Buccaneers would be a threat if they get close to inside the you know a five meter line. Their they, 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 their game plan obviously is just pick and drive, pick and drive, and they're very strong guys. You know. Yeah, Shane O'Hare now with the throw. He'll be looking to uh, Rob Hullion or actually McLean to lift that. McLean is in but doesn't get the ball, but it lands back in the hands of Shane O'Hare and he gets back into possession and tries to recycle it again for Sligo. Ball comes back, Brendan Cunningham looking maybe for a box kick here and just setting up for a little kick across the top from him. Uh, and that's well worked by Sligo just to reset and go again. So he puts it high it's on top of the fullback and it's Stevie Mannion claims that well. Far side, but he's runs into a wall of Sligo defenders but does manage to turn it back and bring it in and that's well worked by Buccaneers to get that little bit of a, a semi-line break through the, the first cover but he's knocked on and it's going to be a put into the scrum for Sligo and again they're putting that pressure on them and the defence is really forcing those errors and they're keeping themselves in the game here yeah Sligo are defending enormously right since this game has started it's the the one thing about um the way John Ock and Paddy Pearson have coached them, um, 
that they, they, they're defending, they're, they're not giving away soft scores or anything like that. They're putting in their tackles and doing great stuff. I see Tom Gormley now coming on, um, and I'd say that it's a tactical switch here. Jack Keegan, or Kyle Finneran seems to be going off. Now, I'd say it's because of Jason East um, going off uh, for 10 minutes. Sligo are going to bring in the experienced uh, tight head Tom Gormley. Um, that's what it looks like you now from this end. Um, Tom, a very good prop forward, uh, and it, you know, it, it, he'd certainly bring, bring um, great technique to the scrum. Yeah, so Tom Gormley in now into the front row. And we to see how that affects the. Uh scrum as uh, we get the chance to see it very early on as Brendan Cunningham feeds the ball into the Sligo scrum and that's a good push from Sligo and they've got options on the right uh, great kick through by thing, but it looks to go out in the full potentially no seems to be okay couldn't quite tell from the far side of the pitch but it's going to be uh, half time I think that looks to be the it for the potentially both it, sides seem to be kind of congregating in around the scrum and it looks to be it's not very clear what's going on referee not quite uh, no um no, I don't see that. It doesn't appear. It is half time. It is half time. Yeah, yeah, it all seemed a little bit weird there for a moment, but it's yeah, uh, yeah. half time there now for for the two sides. And I suppose from a Sligo point of view, let, let's talk about briefly what an impact this will have for the club in Sligo, because Sligo very much uh, not one of the fancied sides in. I think it's fair to say in Connacht Rugby over the years, one cup uh, success up to six seasons ago, and um, all of a sudden now you're potentially going for your fourth one today and third in essentially three or four run-ins of the cup so um, you've kind of had this little speciality within the club in this competition and it means something probably more so than it does for some of the more established clubs absolutely briefly I mean you kind of see the cup uh, to win it um, you know for the first time since 1914 and this happened in 2018 uh, it was huge for us at the time and, and um, then winning it coming down here to Galway two years later winning it again um, it's a wonderful old Connacht competition uh, and for us to win it, um, you know, Connacht titles don't grow on trees and it would be huge for us to, try to win this t- today, you know. Uh, I feel that, that, you know, with the second half now that the, the playing into the um, into the, uh, to, to the goals on our right here is more of an advantage, you know. I, I don't know what it is, but I, I would expect to see Sligo now get more field position and probably create opportunities, you know. Absolutely. We might talk more about um, how the club is doing, and when we have the, uh, the opportunity to talk to you, uh, we might chat to you about the club in just a few moments. But before that, I have been asked by Buccaneers to give a little bit of a shout-out to an event that's happening in the club this week, and that is their youth skills camp uh, across the Easter holidays. And they're focusing over the next couple of days, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of this week, uh, from 9.30 to 1, with the focuses with Tyg Leader, an ex-pro rugby player and NFL kicker, on kicking skills on Tuesday, Benny Gilligan, Buccaneers senior forwards coach on the breakdown on Wednesday, and Sam Myers, the former Australian Sevens and current Irish Sevens coach on open field play on Thursday. And you can book you or your kids' place in that camp uh, by speaking to Geraldine. There are details on their social media of payment details. It's €50 Euros for the week, um, but they would like uh, all their young players to maybe consider that. So if you're listening to us from Athlone, you haven't quite made it here today and you're interested in honing your skills and taking advantage of the time off school and don't want to get stuck in books studying, 
maybe have a little chat to the, the powers that be down there in Buccaneers. You'll get all the details on their social media. It's 50 euros. There is a phone number, but you don't have. You probably won't have a, a number to take it down. But check out Buccaneers on social media and you'll find all that information. Um, so, yeah, we just wanted to mention that. Uh, best of luck to anyone taking part in that over the course of the week. But to bring it back to the game that's here, it's 10 points to eight in favour of Buccaneers. They are the side uh, coming in here with Division 1 status, Division yeah, 1B. Yeah. They're in the mix. Yeah. Okay, Sligo, yeah, they're back in the mix for promotion after some really impressive results in recent weeks. Um, it's been a good performance from Sligo here. It has been a good performance. The only thing that worries me is we didn't get enough field position. You know, any time we got up, we were either threatened to score, um, but we haven't. Buccaneers have dominated, like they've played it in, in the Sligo half. Um, what Sligo need now is to be able to get. get possession in the Buccaneers half of the field uh, and you know I think we are capable of creating it, be it through the forwards or be it through our back line but um, we certainly need to probably tactically now start getting things right. If you're Paddy Pearson or Eddie O'Sullivan what are you saying to your players right now? Well I mean certainly Eddie O'Sullivan would probably say, be saying more of the same like uh, from Paddy Pearson's point of view I'd say um, he, he'd be just trying to get the lads to, to lift it up Keep their heads only two points behind. Um, been probably a bit unlucky, really, but um, nonetheless, Buccaneers ha- have been the stronger. Um, so I would expect Paddy would just say to the lads, just take the game by the scruff of the neck and go for it. Yeah, Sligo have come back out for the second half. They've broken from their huddle, still waiting on Buccaneers who are just doing that as we speak. Uh, we'll be back underway here in just a couple of moments. We'll run through the teams very, very quickly for you again. Uh, from 1 to 15 for Buccaneers, James Kelly, Ushin Dolan, Martin Staunton in the front row, Rory Byrne, Fergus Gavin, Galvin in the second row, Sean O'Connell, Keane McCann and Danny Coulter at the uh, open forwards in the halfbacks, Frankie Hopkins at scrum half, Mikey Hanley at fly half, while Solo Carroll and Ross Murphy Sweeney are on the wings. Robert Teep and Connor Fitzgibbons in the centre while Stevie Mannion uh, completes the 15 at full back Matthew Early, Shane O'Hare and Cuba I'm going to ask you to do it again for me Watch Cowich Watch Cowich yeah. uh, is uh, across the, the front row Archie McLean and Rob Holian in the second row Dara Byrne, James O'Hare on the flanks of Jason East who is currently in the sin bin for the next 6 or 7 minutes yeah. I would imagine of the second half uh, Sligo will have to keep it tight while he is off the field Brendan Cunningham and Newen uh, Brown at half back, scrum half and fly half respectively, but Cahill Finneran who has since made way to accommodate a transitional change for that sin bin uh, is on the wing, Finn Bamber on the other wing and Jack Keegan Ryan Feely in the centre while Hubert Calvary who has given us flashes of that brilliance he has in the early exchanges here uh, it's back with Buccaneers Sligo with the restart and it's sent back to the fly half Mikey Hanley who sends it right down the throat of uh, Ewan Brown and that's much more assured from Brown um, a great work outside and that's a lovely pass from him and he's got support inside from Brendan Cunningham a lovely pass out to the winger I think it's Finn Bamber on the far side no it's not indeed it's a uh, might be Jack Keegan on the far side I'm not quite sure but that's well recovered by uh, Sligo and they're looking to get it back and unfortunately again not releasing at that time it seemed to be Shane O'Hare on the, in possession did well to recover it but then just got gobbled up by the Buccaneers forwards great run great break by, by, by Sligo there Ewan Brown uh, creating the, the space to put I think it was a Finn Bamber away uh, unfortunately the, the ball went astray and Sligo infringed and it's Buccaneers have a penalty and it's play back around the halfway line now yeah, it's on to just a line out to yeah. Buccaneers on the far side of the field, yeah, uh, just inside yeah. the halfway line. So it's going to be um, a little bit more of what we've seen in the first half, we think. There's not really a whole pile of change, is what you're ex- telling me to expect. No, no, and I don't see Tom going out there now again. Um, 
because I think it's Carl Finnan who made that run out in the left wing. So um, it's just I will hold on and to see how the scrums go, you know. That looked like a crooked scrum, but much on the, one side but the referee not interested in the good power ball there yeah, from yeah. the Buccaneers players. They come yeah. back, Frankie Hopkins finds a good tackle there by Matthew Early as he takes down the opposite number, James Kelly. One prop against another. Mikey Hanley there, quick hands, nice little loop pass from Hanley. He's running into a bit of bop, trouble now and a knock on from. Oh, and that's unfortunate. Advantage would have let yeah. Sligo away while uh, Finn Bamber can feel very aggrieved that his yeah. kick through was pulled back. Um, I think the referee probably didn't expect that to happen, to be fair. And he blew the whistle before the advantage really accrued. Probably, you know, um, I mean, the ball went back and forth there, and, and the next thing, like. Um, uh, Frankie or um, Mike Handy probably found himself in a difficult spot as he tried to come up the left and had to switch back to the other side and one of his own players like, just happened to pop in the way and these things happen like you can hear the referee explaining to the, the front row there why he didn't play advantage so I, I do like that about where people get the opportunity to kind of have a chat Tom Gormley coming in for the scrum and again same sub as in the first half Carl Finner and making way yeah, yeah it's like oh, it would be anxious now to have Tom's experience in here into the tight head proposition um, it's uh, Sligo put in so you know we'd be hopeful of good possession here you know yeah, a few other positional changes as well. Obviously, Jason East off the field, and it's got um, Dara Byrne is at number eight. Matthew Early fills in on the, the blindside flanker position. Yeah. So we're seeing the, the pack shuffled around because of that sin bin. Just because of the sin bin, yeah. yeah. Unfortunate, really. And I mean, it was, it, it, there was a very solid scum from Slyman now, and the um, ball is coming back to Brendan, and, and he's got oh, his uh, he's great, got support from Finn Bamber inside and smothered up. Good support there from a couple of players in the Sligo side. Uh, and a good hands there because if he Co- touched Co- the first Co- time Co- took it brilliantly. Um, a, a loose pass from the back of the, the rook but it ends up with Tom Gormley now in possession he's fed that nicely into Ryan Feely but that's a forward pass surely to Jack Keegan it would have been nice but it just, oh, just forward in the offload so and it's, unfortunate it's going to be a scrum for uh, Buccaneers as they uh, Breathe the sea. It's their turn now, maybe to be a bit relieved that yeah. a, a, another error yeah, ha- I, in their favour. I feel now Sligo is starting to play, you know, start to open up a wee bit. Uh, and, and um, you know, the quicker they can do it, the better. Um, there's certainly uh, scores in the, this Sligo team. Uh, yeah, at what point in the bench's minds does next week come into play? While the game is in the balance, uh, does next week come into play at all? No, I don't think no. No, I, 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 wouldn't, I don't think so now, but maybe, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but um, I don't think so. I think we want to win this. Um, we'll have to put our best foot forward here um, to get, have a good second half here. And, and, and um, No, I think the lads will be... Next week doesn't come into it until next week happens. You know? Absolutely. You regroup after today and see what happens. But yeah. this is silverware, and silverware doesn't come around very often in this game. Not at all. So another scrum, uh, this time with the put-in for Buccaneers, but they're inside their own half, more or less centre of the field. And the ref has seen something he's going to reset the scrum. But all of this, of course, counting down the clock and, and keeping that sin bin that Sligo will be quite eager to get Jason East back on the field. Their captain, their leader, and uh, their most experienced player, I'd imagine, as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, Jason is huge to the Sligo pack, and, and along with being a great prop forward, you know, and... Um, I suppose like he has another few minutes to go, but um, it'll be interesting to see Sligo are, are a man down, all right, but I think they're, it's, it's, it's not hindering them any much, you know. You mentioned uh, the impact of 
the substitute there, Tom Gormley, uh, on that scrum. And uh, I was speaking to some of the Sligo folk uh, last night in preparation for this. And uh, former strongest man competitor and uh, Killarney's strongest man. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I didn't didn't know a lot about it at the time, but yeah, I heard something about that. All right, yeah. Oh, Tom is a, is a fair competitor, all right, and, and um, a very dedicated player. Travels from Galway, you know, back and forth to train. And, um, um, and we have a substitution. Somebody's gone off for wing forward, number yeah. seven. Keen McCann has left uh, the, the freight, yeah. and he's been replaced, I think, by number 18 there, Fionn McDonnell, yeah. uh, an under-20 player from within the club in, in Athlone, and he has featured across the match day AIL squads this year. Has, uh, has overthrown that pass but it's ended up on the right side from a Sligo point of view and that looks like brilliantly robbed right? yeah and Sligo have got the ball back but now it's yeah, gone back on the other side again it's it's back and forth and it's been that kind of a game that's good work from Buccaneers as they progress through and Sligo managed to slow it down but it's back out again on the Buccaneers side and they push forward good defence there from uh, the number 12 Jack Keegan outside to oh it's a great little kick over the top from Mikey Hanley and it's going to be Hubert Gilvary to try and chase that back he wins it we saw a great little burst from him the last time but this time he's under a bit of pressure uh, can he keep the ball from his Sligo side he's right on his own touchline referee has seen something he doesn't like it's going to be a penalty and uh, I think uh, great work covering there from Gilvary and he was under serious pressure absolutely two, two Buccaneers players got on to him and um, there's no doubt if, if Hubert had seen his space, he'd have gone tried to get away out of it there. But he did extremely well to hold possession until such time uh, as his forwards got in around him and then Buccaneers in fringe. So that's very good defending again by Sligo. But we need to get down and get into this game now. A penalty to be taken. It's not going to make touch. I don't it's think it's just going to drop inside. But actually, in it's fact, in it's touch. worked out again. Yeah. It's in touch. And again, the same player on the opposite side of the field has caught the ball with his foot in touch. And it's worked out for Sligo. But more yeah. importantly, from a Sligo point of view, Jason East back on the pitch. That means Paul Finneran's back in. He's back in to replace yes. uh, Tom Gormley. So back to as they started for Sligo. Uh, they've survived that without really losing yeah. a, a, a point. They've got to be happy with how they've survived that little uh, sin bin 10 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I mean, sometimes when a player is in the bin, things can be very difficult. I would have to point out that the Sligo scrum was very good in that time, that period, you know. Um, well, we there the line out again. Yeah, and, um, that's well competed in the Buccaneers, but that's Jason East, and that could be a, a high tackle as well there. There could be uh, the words had again, but the referee doesn't seem to have seen it, or it wasn't an issue, as it comes back from uh, Sean O'Connell, back to his scrum half, Mikey, Frankie Hopkins. And Sligo, again, good pressure from them, keeping Buccaneers inside their own half at the moment. Uh, Hopkins has the ball in his hands, box kick across the top, but it's going to go straight to uh, Gilvary. Gilvary does well, catches that. And he's going to look to send that back down, look for a little gap himself. We've seen him produce this little kick through. That's a lovely yeah, that's ball. A Is it going to go into touch? Oh, and a knock-on. And that the winger is having an absolute nightmare today. Referee has said it's gone forward. And uh, that's a trio of, of errors from him. And really, it's... It's, I suppose it's, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. It's what happens in cup finals. There's only two points between the sides. Wonderful, uh, wonderfully gathered by Hubert Gilvary and a brilliant rubber kick down the touchline. Made it very difficult for the Buccaneers player to pick it up because it was bobbling along the ground. So, uh, scrum to Sligo now. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens here because they're in a very good attacking position. Yeah, so Sligo now with that scrum and uh, they've got their full complement back on but there's just that player getting attention on the far side. I can't quite Oops. work out who it is, is it? Looks like Ewan Brown, I think. No, you'd recognise the hair for Ewan Brown. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, bright white at the moment, this yeah. weather. But uh, 
Just a um, player getting attention on the far side. Yeah, there's somebody, some of the Sligo lads now. Um, uh, just getting Things a bit. seems alright now again. Yeah, he's walking okay. And back in the thing, it looks to be Dara Byrne actually. Who got a bit of a, a tape applied and a bit of a magic sponge. Absolutely. Um, very good player, Dara Byrne. A very dedicated player since he, he's joined us back from Sligo, from his days at Sligo Grammar School. A very dedicated player, very good player. Can also play in the centre. Has scored many great tries for Sligo over the years. And uh, it'd be nice to see Dara with a senior cup medal this evening. But there's a bit of a battle on here. Yeah, so uh, Sligo looking to keep the pressure on. And that's a Sligo. penalty for Sligo. And the chance maybe to kick here. Uh, we've seen Jake Keegan and Ewan Brown over the recent weeks both kicking for the club. Ewan Brown making those strides towards the referee, towards the location. He might fancy an effort at this. It's well within his range. Um, and this would put Sligo ahead. They're currently two points behind their um, the favourites coming into the game. I think we kind of have to keep repeating that, yeah, but there's no kick on like goal. It's going to be good corner. Yeah. Looks to be kicking for the corner. Yeah, um, absolutely. That's what he's done. It's about seven metres out from the Buccaneers line. Um, um, we've lost quite a number of our lineouts, you know, today, and Buccaneers have competed very strongly in that area. Um, now, I know Sligo are missing own line, but. Um, I could see Adrian Cummins maybe being brought into the fray here. Adrian's an, uh, an excellent ball handler and, you know, I, I'd say we could see him coming in soon. Finn Bamber here has spread the, the whole attacking line right out here to the sideline, mm. but I think he's getting called in a little bit closer to him by Hubert Gilvary, but uh, Sligo with an opportunity here. Line out seven or eight metres out from the Buccaneers line. That's well won. Well and won by Rob. Opportunity now with the ref. Yeah, absolutely, and it's going to be a, a relieving opportunity for uh, for Buccaneers and that's an opportunity lost really for, for Sligo yeah, uh, you know they, like we're t- 78 metres out from the line um, our showing um, and unfortunately we haven't it's Buccaneers scrum uh, it's just one of those games I think roughly you know these kind of things are happening but um, those small errors like can, can you know can be costly and, and we're still behind we haven't managed to take the lead since early on in the game yeah so now we look at uh, Sligo with a scrum but it's going to be the Buccaneers defensively uh, with possession they're about 10-15 metres off their own line but a chance to clear here but we'll see how they deal with this the ball comes in from Frankie Hopkins and uh, leaves it for Qualter and it's going to be a penalty for Buccaneers there yeah yeah, referee Andy Fogarty is pointing to the Sligo front row and and, um, it may well I don't know who he's penalising but um, yeah, disappointing for Sligo that now. It's a penalty to Buccaneers, and they'll obviously clear. Yeah, it's so a full back, actually. Yeah, it's uh, Stevie Mannion yeah. has put the boot through it, and it's going to bring it to the 10-metre 20, uh, line on the clan's terrace side of the ground. And we have put in four Buccaneers into the line-out, mm-hmm. and they're just uh, slowing, slowing coming to the formation. Yeah, it seems to be a thing. I can see that change now in another year or so. It annoys a lot of people. Uh, I can see that there's only going to be a certain amount of time allowed for you to take a line out, you know. That's well won by Archie McLean. Gets up well and he catches that ball and brings it down on the Sligo side. Ten metres inside the Buccaneers half. Yes, and that's indeed. good work there. And again, Brendan Cunningham into Brown. Brown outside to Feely. Feely looks for a gap, but it's three Buccaneers there players around him. 
He has a nice little bit of space here. Kick it over the top. He found saw a bit of space there, but it's come to the oh, it's come to the hands of the scrum half Frankie Hopkins, and he just can't control the ball, and it squirms away from him. He does gather it in, but uh, after he's knocked it on, and it's going to be another handling error for Buccaneers. And yeah. we've seen that a lot from them today. We've, yeah, we have seen it there, particularly in the second half. But yeah, it's happened a cycle in the first half. Again, um, players are, seem to be extremely nervous there. I suppose it is a cup final. Um, a scrum to Stigo now, very good at advantageous position. Um, they have to try and make, make something out of this. Absolutely, no Sligo. Just outside the 22 on the far side of the field. Mm-hmm. Brendan Cunningham in the scrum half with the ball in a hand and he'll be eager to try and uh, create something here. He has a backline spread out behind him. Jason East is back at number eight now. Tom Gormley is at tight head prop. Um, I think it's actually Matthew Early. Tom Gormley is, has, yeah. been, has left yeah. the field. And that's a good Sligo scrum. Uh, it's it's fairly static. Jason East has picked Brendan Cunningham. Cunningham into number 12. That's Jack Keegan with the distinctive scrum cap. Cunningham to Brown. Brown outside. Oh, and it's a, gone backwards. It was un, oh, very lucky there, I think. Sligo have got away with it because very, very um, in the same way as the advantage the other time a kick came in after the ref blew the whistle and it would have been away yeah yeah it's um, again uh, the pass didn't go to hand and, and uh, a knock on happened um, Buccaneers did have hacked, had hacked the ball up the field but the referee Andy Forward he has been quite good all day. he's been consistent he is yeah and, and um, you know um, I, I'd go along with what he you know um, he had the whistle blown and but um, it's a strong kick now from Buccaneers. I think it's the, the full-back, is it? Yeah, it's uh, Steve Mannion. Has a, a good right peg on him with good distance. And now uh, we have a, a line-out for Buccaneers just inside the 10-metre line on the near side as we face it from the, the Greyhound Stadium here. But it's uh, Oshin Dolan now to throw in to the line-out. Uh, he's got the the towel to dry off the ball but uh, the conditions today there's not really a whole pile extra of, uh, of, of mud to deal with it's all AstroTurf and that's a, 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 a free a, kick to Sligo Sligo closing the gap in the lineups or free kick to Buccaneers so they're, they're probably going to just pick and drive this oh, they're going for the scrum so this is Sligo's probably a strong area for Stiger really they could put a bit of pressure on this Buccaneers strong score of course here Buccaneers do lead by 2 points 10 points to 8 uh, we're well into the second half now we've about maybe 20 minutes to go in this particular clash maybe just a little bit over 20 minutes to go uh, either team has the opportunity to really push on here Pat um, what's, what, what do we need to see a little bit maybe some a bit of magic we saw a bit from Gilvari in the first half it's going to take that from one or other of the teams to yeah, really put a, a, a nail in the coffin of this game you know it, it is going to take something brilliant from some player now like as you mentioned Hubert Gilvari maybe Ryan Feely you know um but we've seen plenty of Buccaneers players that can deliver that as well to Absolutely, be fair. yeah, yeah, and here they go like, uh, That's a great pass in from Mikey Hanley and he just plays it right into the midriff of a teammate who takes into contact That's the first time we've seen now that this is their game they're, they're picking and driving very hard but Sligo put them back Yeah, Sligo just pushed back a couple of metres before uh, Buccaneers go again and they're reset at the back of the rook and it's going to come back out here Good work and that's well defended by Sligo but again, back in the hands of Frankie Hopkins at the back of the, the forward pack 
but, but they're struggling to get distance when they do get a, a momentum building there Buccaneers Sligo have defended resolutely all day that's into the hands of Sean O'Connell who makes a couple of yards but under pressure from Archie McLean on the ground out to Fra- Mikey Hanley Mikey Hanley does find a bit of space there Conor Fitzgibbon is in space but a great yeah, tackle by Brendan Cunningham Back I say, but Sligo still a bit six and sevens, but they've managed to regroup now as Mikey Hanley gets smothered by a couple of bodies there. But he gets the hand off to Rory Byrne. Byrne now into contact and reset again for Hopkins to go again. Oh, and that's been well worked in a knock on there, I think, by the originally by the Buccaneers team, and it's come off a Buccaneers hand, and yeah. it's going to be uh, uh, two subs on the field for Sligo on the far side. We see uh, uh, Callum Goddard coming on now and. Um, uh, so I just make sure who's over on the far left wing, um, Philip Carter. Yeah, so they've come on, I think, on the far side for Cahill Finneran. And, um, and it looks to be Finn Bamber who makes way as he makes yeah, his way across the field, yeah, yeah. gingerly enough. But Cal Goddard, let's talk about him for a minute, because he's in the, the, the final stages of his time at the club. He's been there five or six years. It's his third um, cup final with Sligo. Third, he's won two. Um, he's a Kiwi, but Isle of Man. It's a, yeah. And at the same time, um, he's three appearances off 100 caps for the club. Yeah. So he makes uh, one of those today. Uh, there are a couple of opportunities. If you win next week, he might get another one. He could get 100 caps before he finishes with the club. He could also get a senior cup, of course, later today. Hopefully. If, things, if the next 20 minutes go well for the club. Yeah, yeah. Cal has been an outstanding player for the club since he joined us probably back around maybe 2016 I think or, you know, or 17 and, and uh, he has scored some fantastic tries he's an outstanding player he's a hugely dedicated player he's wonderfully committed he, um, he just a just a smashing rugby player a great club man and um, he's the one fellow that's very capable of, of maybe pulling out getting the score he does have that bit of magic in him yeah. we have a change and, as well and now the same with Philip Carter on the other wing now so we have a change here Philip Carter of course he also is a veteran of those yeah. uh, two uh Cup successes. We've a change here as uh, Robert Teep makes weight. Uh, I can't quite see the number. Number twenty coming on for number twelve. Uh, number twelve has gone off. That's a uh, that's Teep. Uh, Robert Teep. Number twenty. Carl Walsh comes on. He's a, a new recruit in his first season with the club. Uh, he was a he's a monster man, but he's uh, joined up with the juniors in Buccaneers this year. As we see a great opportunity here for Buccaneers. That's good work from Jason East to snuff out that attack. And he smothered that well and won the penalty for Sligo. And, and that's what Jason East brings to the table because, to be honest, there was an opportunity there for Mike, uh, Mick, Mick Hanley to, to make something happen there and he just got smothered by Jason East. Uh, you know, like, I mean, if things were to work out for Sligo, that could go down as a defining moment. But um, it was a brilliant tackle by Jason and Callum Goddard got his ejector there and forced the, the Buccaneers player to hold on to the ball, you know. And that's a, a poor kick, unfortunately. Yeah, and, 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 and it hasn't had a touch. And he's going running. But Goddard has him, I think, has he? Yeah, he has. And, but it's been laid off to uh, Ross Murphy-Sweeney for Buccaneers. But the space out here on the near side, uh, Solo Carroll indicating he has all the space in the world if they can find him. But it's been sucked in by the Sligo defence and a good work there and well worked back by Tom, Tom Gormley. He's back on the field. That's a huge tacky by Gormley. Another one as well. Archie McLean has his... Uh, the Buccaneers man strongly there and it's a good hand in from potentially a knock on but on the blind side of the referee forgiven for missing that and it's going to be Gilvary coming out of the 22 and he's got that little bit of a flash of brilliance that we've talked about he's got that space he's got through he's got through he's got a man to the left he's got a forward pass it's a knock on anyway it's going to be 
unfortunately just got ahead of him but it's going to be advantage if anything to uh, Buccaneers they do have the ball um, so and a kick back down towards Goddard at the back and he's recovering just inside the 10 metre line long pass pass over Jack here Keegan. Jack Keegan now on the attack and he's got space if he finds a kick and he does a nice little kick oh, but it's not going to go on into space. and he's going to make it there ahead of a, the number 6 I think on a good work yeah, there almost like a fullback in soccer just kicking the just ball out away. did not glad to get rid of it yeah, Jack Keegan was coming down on it very quickly Stevie Mannion uh, just putting the ball into touch and it'll be uh, put into the line out and it's going to be Sligo on the attack with 20 just outside the 22 maybe 23 24 meters to go uh, beginning to get to the stage where it's squeaky bum time now two points in it of course Buccaneers lead 10 points to 8 Sligo yeah. 2 points in their ears they need a scorable opportunity no, they need we a saw score. a drop goal attempt from Ewan Brown up in Rainey um, can we see potentially that from a drop goal position or um, are they better go for that maybe? It's, it's possible like you know it, it, like um, it's all about winning possession from this line I see Adrian Cummins now has come in uh, James O'Hare has gone off uh, Adrian now will, will, will give Saigo an advantage in the lineouts and um, James O'Hare has had a magnificent game um, so Saigo need to push it on now and there's Archie McLean but the ball is lost again and it's come off a Sligo hand but yeah, it's and it's right back but well, Gilvary like is the player that's coming back for it Michael McMorrow and Philip Carter with him and uh, here goes Carter now he's been bottled up by a couple of or yellow jerseys uh, but Ball it's back on the Sligo back. side and it's going to be a chance for Sligo now to clear their lines uh, Cunningham now looking for the box kick with an opportunity and he gets it nice and high and it's going to be a chance for Ewan Brown to to gather but the ball has gone out in the full and we've seen the, the yips that uh, Buccaneers had in the early exchanges now uh, affecting the, the Sligo players it's just one of the, it's, it, it's, it's it's one of those strange things like it's been happening on both sides you know and, and um, it's obviously who's you know whoever is going to stick the pace in this and, and maybe take advantage of some of, some of those uh, errors or as you mentioned earlier referee a flash of brilliance from some player you know Buccaneers now on the Sligo 22 with their lineups. Yeah, so Buccaneers now getting ready to throw Unfortunately, the ball. Unfortunately, Sligo lost that last their own lineups, you know. And, it, and there's Danny Coulter, I think, again up. And Buccaneers have won that well, and it's coming back on their side. And now we have uh, Buccaneers. They've stalled. No, no momentum in the move, although now they've just put a push on, but they're just inching closer to that 22 on the far side of the field, back outside, and little dummy there by Hanley, but it's come across on the near side and it's stopped by Sligo but come back to Hopkins Hopkins looking for bodies outside him again and again Hopkins again out to Hanley Hanley looking inside and that's a good that's a really really good intervention by the Sligo defence as it comes back to Hopkins Hopkins looking for options he's got Martin Staunton outside him Staunton tackled by Jason East yeah, Staunton on the far side and a little kick through from Hanley and that's lovely Ryan Feely has it but Feely has it Feely clears into touch on the far clears. side and it's not going to go to touch but it's going to go right back into the Sligo get up Feely now you know Buccaneers half and that's gone out on the full and it's going to be right back inside the Athlone half and again Same this thing. is the fourth time we've seen this today it's just getting to that stage of the competition where we're beginning to see that sort of impact yeah where the, the confidence is maybe just a little bit shaky nerves I, 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 think, I think the players on both teams are, are, are you know find it very tense you know it's, it's two points in it um, um, I do feel that, that Sligo have the ability to, to, to get down there and score they've had they've, they've probably when they ran the ball have looked more dangerous you know um, but for a few knock-ons now um, hopefully this lineup goes right but Buccaneers are very good on the lineup you know 
It's a crooked ball as well. Ball as well. That's terrible. Uh, just disappointing. No, it's back to Philip Carter. Carter in possession on the far side. No, into uh, Gilvary. Gilvary looks for the corner, and that's a great kick from Gilvary. Puts the Buccaneers defenders on the back foot. But he has also kicked it out on the full, and it's lost 60 yards of advantage there from the kick, and it's going to be a, a Buccaneers put in on the throw just outside the Sligo 22. Yeah, unfortunately, um, you know, we cited that just, I suppose, it's a matter of inches really, and the ball has, has um, gone straight into touch from outside the 22, from the kick outside the 22. So, um, line-up for Buccaneers... Um, Bit of pressure on Sligo now here. They, 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 you know, they've been back in, in defence for quite a lot. Loose pass, but it's ended up in Sligo yeah, hands. Kuba's uh, done really, really well there, and it's been cleared out by a couple of team players coming in from the Sligo side. As Rob Holian knocks the ball backwards, the referee happy enough to let play continue as he goes again, resets the ball for Cunningham. Cunningham looking for a little box kick here potentially, but it goes inside to Kuba. Kuba pushes the scrum half out of his way and just says, "I'm." Not listening to you today, but it's been robbed. And the scrum half actually won that ball. I'm not sure how he ended up with the possession there. I don't know either. It just popped out of Saigo. But it's uh, Ewan Brown with a tackle. He brings a flanker, Sean O'Connell, down to ground. And it's come back outside here to James Kelly now for Buccaneers as he approaches the 22. Uh, a little shove there from... Oh, it's a great move. And he, suspicion of a foot in touch, potentially. But linesman not interested. Touchdown's not interested. And that is a fabulous try uh, for... Buccaneers and Stevie Mannion with a great effort into the corner a little lovely little pass Sligo just opened up but I suppose interestingly enough put seven points between them the kicker is literally on the sideline it's on the sideline it's, um, it's um, yeah the, 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 this is a crucial kick for um, I don't know who's taking it, is it this, the insurance point here it looks yeah. to be uh, Hanley who's Sligo seven behind now um, and again Buccaneers have tactically uh, you know, done, done so probably uh, again the scrum half feeding the full back on the blind side found, found the Sligo were probably up in attack or that and, and yeah. um, O'Connell was it the switch over in the corner yeah Hanley of course a former uh, academy uh, player himself and uh, regular with Marist College but he's he's took that step straight from underage right into the senior team there was no kind of working his way up he was that much of a talent and he's shown today why he is considered that good by everybody involved in the game in the, in the province he, but this is a big big performance here and that's gone to the left, left to right, and so just it, there's a reprieve for Sligo they have hope there's yeah. a one point game seven points in the difference 15 points to eight here Sligo will get an opportunity there's about five to six minutes I make it yeah. uh, plus whatever the referee has allowed for stoppages so uh, interesting times ahead for Sligo can they get back in it another score would absolutely hand it to uh, oh, yeah, Buccaneers yeah. at this point um, yeah luckily enough there's just, it's a one score game still it's a very good kick off from Ewan Brown and it's um, not gone by at, by and Buccaneers it's a so an opportunity now and then Sligo here I'm completely gone uh, but he slipped unfortunately for him and now he's smothered up by Rory Byrne on the far side and, and he wins another penalty it's a it's a succession of, of penalties here for Sligo they might take a little more time with this one I think so um, the, the, there's only one thing they can do here Bethany is kick to the corner uh, and try and work their way over from the lineups. It's a huge opportunity for Sligo. Ewan needs to get a good kick in here now. Ewan Brown now, which he does. Yeah, mistake, he's, and he's, he's about seven metres out from the 
the players line. Um, the touch should is still coming. Yeah. He's a little bit away, but probably yeah. about seven to ten meters out. Uh, this is an opportunity for Sligo. This though. is a big opportunity to, to get back into this game, you know. And um, the lads need to keep their heads now, steady heads really, and, and work it towards the line. Um, we we could the... get our mall uh, working if we. T- the vital thing is that we win the lineout. Yeah, Matthew uh, Ernie, we, have, the we have been losing the number of them, you know, as, as the game has gone on. Yeah, so. Matthew Ernie is thrown in now for Sligo and. Um, Confusion over what where, where the ball should be. Yeah. The ball came in yeah. and was kicked back out by a Buccaneers player, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a, a four-man lineup. Probably will throw to um, Adrian Cummins here is in the front of the lineup there. Um, Just wait and see what happens here. Oh, and that's again, a poor again. lineup. Oh, it's, it's miscommunication in, in all aspects uh, of that one. It's, yeah, yeah. it's uh, ended up in the hands of a Buccaneers player on the far yeah, side of the yeah, field. Very, very and, uh, but still in Buccaneers territory. So Terrible by Sligo, really, because it was a great opportunity. It's a knockdown by Sligo, and it's a scrum to Buccaneers. Um, but um, I suppose, really, Sligo have, uh, you know, Linus have, haven't been great today, um, roughly, and... and it has caused problems. Now, I do see a bit of a tactical switch going on. Hubert Gilvary moving into scrum half. Brendan Cunningham is heading to the line. And I don't know who else who has come in now. And it looks to be a number 12. Uh, Jack Keegan has gone to full back. Full back, yeah. yeah. Um, the change, I'd say, it's just a bit of a switch, I'd say. I can't see who has come on there. Very looking for opportunities um, to they get the ball back. Amazingly, they run, but um, sliced off the side of his foot, but it's gone. I mean, that's what just your experience, Buccaneers' experience shown there. I mean, they've cleared their lines very well, um, but it's very disappointing line out play by Sligo. Yeah, so now it's uh, on the, mm. it's going to be another Sligo line out now on the far side of the field yeah. and yeah. just inside yeah. the 10 metre line. Yeah, yeah. So again, getting to crunch time now. Seven points separates the sides. Fifteen points to Buccaneers. Eight points to Sligo. Uh, the challengers uh, trying to dethrone Buccaneers, who of course won this title last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sligo last won this competition in 2019, but it has been few and far between over the last uh, number of decades. Three yeah. t- wins in total. We've talked about it at yeah. length. Uh, another throw in for Sligo now, and that's well worked. Much better from Sligo. Rob Holian gathers that, and they've managed to get it back to the back of the. The roll them up and let's see if they get momentum going here and now and they can but it's been collapsed by um it's been collapsed but there's been a knock on i think on the far side because the ref has indicated a scrum to buccaneers yeah, yeah sligo had possession sligo went into that mall with possession but buccaneers managed to hold it up and not allow it to be released legally and um they've got the scrum so that's a big uh, lift for them uh, as we're coming towards the end of the game um Funny thing, I just think Sligo's heads are dropping a bit there. I was just going to ask you about uh, the experience and the level that they're playing at week in, week out. And is that now where we see this in the, in the closing mm-hmm. stages of the game? Absolutely, yeah. Buccaneers are showing it there. They're, they're the reason they're uh, being uh, experienced. Like, um, and and they're, they're, you know, they're, they're seeing this game out by the looks of it. It's going to be, I, I would say, even though there's not much left, but it's going to be very difficult for Sligo to work the score, even though there's only one score in it. Absolutely. Seven points separates the two sides yeah. as we enter uh, what has to be the, the closing stages of this game. I, I make it about six or seven minutes left in the game. Yeah, yeah. Once the scrum wheels, the penalty the Buccaneers, 
And so uh, this could give Buccaneers the territory now as well as the possession to kind of close off this game. But plenty of time left. There's only one score in it. We've talked about that little bit of magic. We saw it from Buccaneers. We talked about how both sides had players that could do that. Um, we've seen Cal-, Cal Goddard over the years, Hubert Gilvary, and others who can create those uh, moments of magic for Sligo. But it's looking like a tall order now for Sligo it, to get back into it. It is because we're, uh, I, it's on a Buccaneers line and over on the halfway line. Their lineup has been very effective all day. It's been their launching pad, really. Um, they haven't moved the ball that much, but their half-backs have been very effective at the same time. Um, Parky Hopkins and Mike Hanley uh, have really been impressive. Yeah, that's that's very, very crooked. crooked. The only thing, uh, he has missed those all day, I think, you know, um, it wouldn't be one of the three and before with his strong point was crooked in that's a nice offload just on the game line but well worked by Sligo I think they've won that ball back and they've yeah. turned it over and that's unfortunately the referee has seen something that I didn't like see again. but it's a penalty to Sligo and I think the ball had been come loose uh, yeah. from the Buccaneers yeah. side but the referee is in a better position than we are Absolutely. so we, we'll, yeah. Yeah. we'll uh, um, it's, it's Buccaneers are just um, it's just not going for Sligo at the minute but um, I think, you know, you have to create your own opportunities and unfortunately we were losing the line that we yeah. were in strong positions to score from. Buccaneers now giving themselves a nice opportunity to close off this challenge of the Sligo pack and they've got a line out just inside the Sligo 22 on the far side of the field in front of the clan stand um, and they'll be looking to maybe try and... Uh, oh, they'll, they'll, you know, this, this is a, 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 a dangerous thing for Sligo because um, Buccaneers now are looking to finish off this game the, their game plan is through their forwards um, and, and um, th- they have a line-off which they have been very, very damaging all day. Um, oh, well won by Qualter. You know, have pushed them back there but they're going to keep the ball in there because they're going to try and run down the clock. You know? Yeah, but uh, Sligo have pushed them back but now a little bit of momentum building from the Athlone side as they get the ball out there. Ah, it's a lovely little dink and a run through but he's caught by the Sligo defence but it's back to... Hopkins. Hopkins Hopkins does well and it's again another couple of yards gained in that particular phase of play Hopkins again with the ball and it's popped up and it's ended up on the Sligo side and they can recycle it now on the far side I'm not quite sure which player has it on the far side of Sligo but they're making a bit of ground uh, Gilvary pushing on we've seen him break through that gain line more than once today as they're step pushing through Holian. Uh, Holian is an absolute beast as he's dragged to the ground by uh, James Kelly and a couple of other There's Tom Gormley yeah, great crash ball from Tom Gormley as it comes back to Gilvary again Gilvary feeds the forwards and Holy and just pushes through and that's going to be another opportunity for Sligo to, to get back but they've lost the ball and it's come back and it's nice ball in there to Stevie Mannion who puts it down and it's gone off a pair of Sligo hands looks to come off the hands of Philip Carter on the far side and it's gone out for a, a put in to the line out to Buccaneers and really we're running out of time if Sligo want to mount a challenge Buccaneers were quite happy with the way things are going yeah, at yeah and a lot of them are going down there now with cramp and that um, obviously winding down the clock as best they can um, but um, unfortunately Sligo don't seem to be able to get out of that uh, of their own half and that's been a part of the game all day really Buccaneers held field position and, and just didn't um, you know just didn't give in a change on the far side for Buccaneers Sean O'Connell makes way I haven't quite seen who's come in for him um, but in, I'm sure they're, they're not going to play with 14 voluntarily so uh, somebody would have come in there but Sean O'Connell's day is done and uh, he has had a fairly good innings so far today he's been impressive when carrying the ball into contact Very much so. Very and, much so. Uh, but I think virtually the entire 
Buccaneers side, uh, bar from a couple of little faux pas, have been impressive today. Yeah, they have, yeah. They have, to be fair. And I mean, they probably have dominated the forward exchanges. That resulted in them having a strong field position. Um, I suppose Sligo just didn't get into the game. You know, at, at, um, certainly if, if they got into the Buccaneers 22, they would have been dangerous. But again, unfortunately, it's just things didn't work out for them. And... and um, it's just good looking more difficult now. You know, I think we're gone on, we're on the 80 now, I think. It is just a one-score game, though. Uh, currently 15 points to 8 in favour of the defending champions, Buccaneers. Uh, we are almost finished up at this stage. There is very little time left in the game, but Buccaneers in possession, in territory. They've just crossed the 22-metre line in the Sligo half, and really it's a case now of just uh, can Sligo get that momentum? Can Buccaneers hold on to their lead as it stands at the moment? We saw this flip the other way. Uh, six or eight months ago and that's a good ball across Cal Goddard is going to claim that well and he's got a bit of space and he's got distance and the, oh but that's uh, he got away with that Cal Goddard forward knock on it's going to be a put in to I thought the first one came off a Buccaneers hand but it's going to be uh, against Sligo and it's going to be a Buccaneers put into a scrum about 15 yards off the Sligo line and any little break at all has gone Buccaneers but they've they've made their own look as well they've, they, they have, have been the better side they have they have you know and, and um Again, as we say, you know the experience of playing Division One B Ireland League. Uh, uh, all the, uh, you know the, the, the players were very steady all day. You know, um, their, their lineup was extremely good. You know, um, probably Sligo might have edged them a bit in the scrums occasionally, but um, Sligo didn't get enough possession really to, to you know, to uh, create any attack. We just seen maybe when the Buccaneers would kick the ball back, Hubert Kilvary would probably. You know, be a big threat running, um, but unfortunately, it, it just doesn't look like it's like it was there. Um, the clock, I don't know what it's, it's gone over the 80 now. It's, no, that clock hasn't been on all day. The one that's not gonna all right. uh, we, we are just approaching the 80, but of course, okay. there have been plenty of stoppages yeah. in the game, so uh, interesting to see how that this pans out over the next few minutes. But uh, I would imagine Sligo are going to need to score something and score quick to give themselves a chance, Buccaneers, with possession in the Sligo 22. It's going to be an uphill challenge for anything else but a Buccaneers win from here. Buccaneers feed the ball in through Hopkins, comes yeah. back out at the back of the scrum, and he finds... Again, he's, yeah, again, he's keep kept to the blind side and cleverly close to his forwards as well. Solo and here they go again, they're going to pick and drive. Into Martin Staunton, Martin Staunton takes the impact. And it's back to Hopkins again at the back of the scrum. And that's good work there from Connor Fitzgibbons. He's had a quiet enough game, but he's been solid. He's been solid, yeah. He's a dangerous player, like when he gets going, you know, and he's a strong carrier. But as you say, he has been quiet enough. James Kelly forced back by the Sligo defence, but it comes back to Hopkins again. And Buccaneers quite happy just to run down the clock at this stage. And maybe if they get an opportunity to just take an insurance score, they might do that. And that's a. Tom Gormley rolls away there, gives uh, Hopkins the opportunity to get in again, but it's Buccaneers in control of the ball at this stage. Back to Hanley. Hanley with a kick over the top. Going to be cut out by Cal Goddard. What can he do here? He's under pressure. He's got bodies outside him. He gets away from the first tackle. He's got bodies outside him. Good work there. And it's on a sliced off the side of his foot, and it's going to go out from, I think that's... Uh, yeah, it's a lineup now. Jack Buccaneers. Keegan, I think. Yeah, I believe they call him Hanson. Yeah. yeah. He does resemble Mac Hanson with that's the... Right. Uh, that's right. With um, the, the haircut, and great play by up. Callum Goddard back in his own in goal area there, and, and put Jack out um, clear. But um, 
it's a Buccaneers lineup, so there'll be no hurry to take this, you know. Oh, edge and edge, ever closer to that final whistle, but it is what it is. Just a reminder that today's coverage of the all three games in the sports grounds today the cup final, the women's cup final, and the women's play final brought to you in association with Tansy or Damien Tansy solicitors um, in Sligo and Dublin. As uh, now we've had a bit of good luck for Sligo, that yeah. uh, fumble there. Adrian Cummins challenged very well on that line off and forced. Buccaneers to knock on. Um, As I was saying, Damien Tansy Sisters uh, sponsoring today's coverage. Uh, thank you very much for your continued support of the coverage of both Sligo Rugby and our final whistle coverage here. Um, they facilitated us uh, being here today, and that's uh, very much appreciated by us. And I know the teams involved that uh, you can listen from home. Something that could be growing on the platform, our coverage of AIL level rugby over the coming weeks and months. Maybe not so much weeks because it's we're running out of weeks this year. We but definitely in, for next season. We are indeed, definitely. Um, I suppose from a side point of view, um, well, we don't know what will happen yet. But um, Buccaneers put a big pressure on that scrum, but it's not budging. And Hubert Gavari releases you A little loop pass from Gavari inside to Cal Goddard. He's got pace to burn here outside to Keegan, but Keegan's brought down. And it's going to be an effort for Sligo to get it back. They do have to get it back on their side, though. Gilvary again with ball in hand. He plays inside, but well smothered by the Buccaneers' defence. And it's going to be back to Gilvary again. He's going to go down the blind side. He's got options both, but he actually goes white. Uh, Ewan Brown inside to Keegan. Keegan into contact. And again, Tom Gormley trying to apply some added pressure to the ball. Uh, Gilvary gets it back, goes blindside this time. And good work over the far side to James O'Hare, but it's knocked out. And we could be approaching a final whistle very quickly here as the ball goes into touch on the far side. Ref has not blown the final whistle, just a very simple uh, one whistle. No final whistle just yet, but the ref has he indicated what he's doing down there, but he's bringing the play back to... It's having a chat with the touchers, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be... Uh, it's something it looks like exactly the signal yet it's a scrum it looks to be and it looks he hasn't put a hand up to say it looks which, like a Buccaneer scrum it is indeed a Buccaneer scrum you, you read that very well you read that one very very well um, it's uh, and the rain is starting to come down now so it's going to make it very difficult um, but uh, we're here in our scrum on the 10 metre line for Buccaneers I'm just waiting for Hopkins, who has been consistently good all day, uh, to put the ball into this. He's an extremely good handle of the ball and tricky, but you know, anytime even bad ball come back to him, he's still able to do something good with it. You know, but the so halfbacks have been impressive yeah. for uh, Buccaneers today, and you really need those two key positions to be on you know, song. Nine and ten in, in any game of rugby are key players, and um, you know, uh, Buccaneers lads have, have done their stuff there today, you know. So uh, we await this set piece, just a scrum reset there by the referee as Hopkins waits to put the ball in. Sligo just need a big scrum here now. But and that is a push. And it's been blocked down, but it's going to go out of touch and that's unfortunate. And that's kind of been the look that Sligo have had all year. Those breaking balls just yeah. haven't quite gone yeah. the right way yeah. for them. A great block down. Um, Hubert Gilvary. It's, it's, it's the Sligo line out though. Um, it looks like anyway. Um, and I'm not sure uh, the line's No, he's changed his mind. But the only thing Sligo can do now is again maybe Adrian Cummins to get up here uh, like he did the last line out, uh, rob the line out possibly. But um, you know, Buccaneers are very experienced outfit. It's there for win, and I can't see them. You know. Yeah, they've been very dominant in their own yeah. line out all all day. And here we go. Yeah. 
That's uh, on over the top, and it's ended up in a pair of sleight of hands, but he's absolutely wrapped up by Buccaneers players. The ball's to the ground, though, now. Uh, so the ball now back to Gilvary. Comes back outside here to Kuba. James O'Hare. Or Kuba, is it? Kuba yeah. on the far side. Uh, brings it back. Play on the 22 in the centre of the field, and Gilvary inside to Kuba again. And again, making a, a yard with each play of the ball. Gilvary at, at scrum half. Outside to Tom. Tom Gormley pushes through. And... Uh, Gilvary screaming, looking for support, looking for options. The ball loose. Referee Gilvary smothered into the, had to dive on the ball to keep possession, but it's still on the Sligo side. Uh, Shane O'Hare steps in to uh, help out as a replacement scrum half for a minute. Back to Gilvary again. A little pod forming there around Rob Holian, and they put pressure on that Buccaneers defence, but they're kept outside the 22 as Gilvary goes again. Gilvary over on the far side, again pushing through, but can't quite make distance here it's really really solid defense from Buccaneers in the closing stages here Brown on the far side Brown taken down there by Finn Bamber to ground and it comes back outside into Sligo put it wide here Callum Goddard as long as he went out of the wing but it Gilvary goes hunting for the ball again gets inside to Tom Gormley great burst from him through and it's a penalty to yeah it was uh, isolated there and I think that might be the it could the, be the end of it I know Buccaneers seem to think they have the game won. They're just looking to tap and kick it into yeah, touch. Yeah, that's it. And that is game over. And Buccaneers are the Senior Cup winners in Connacht Rugby for this season. Disappointment for Sligo. Absolutely. But I think given the nature of the way the game went, it could have gone either way. And I, given the situation between the two clubs, they'll be disappointed, of course. We will be uh, absolutely disappointed. But obviously, as you mentioned earlier, um, Focus now will go strongly on next Saturday's um, All-Ireland League match against uh, Belfast Harlequins, where we have an opportunity to maybe make the top four playoff. Um, we need, obviously, in that match, uh, we need to score four tries and win the match. Now, if we could win the match by just two points and still score four tries, that's us into the playoff. Um, obviously, it's great to have that focus. The lads will be disappointed with this now, but I think throughout the match, they, they gave it everything there, you know, and... and but we just came up against um, a stronger Buccaneers team. And as we mentioned earlier, a huge experience from playing Division 1 BR. Absolutely. Buccaneers winners today on a scoreline of 15 points to 8 here. A single score in it in the end. It did have that ring to it as well. Buccaneers probably edged it. Um, probably deserved winners. But it could have gone either way right to the death. It could right to the end. And, and um, you know, I know a lot, I can see like Jack Keegan very disappointed there now. And all the lads were, are very disappointed. But... Um, you know, it could have, like, you know, we had maybe a couple of chances where we had line-outs, and even there right to the end, we were still um, still trying. Um, but uh, unfortunately, it just wasn't to happen. Um, I think we learned from it. Um, and I think, um, uh, you know, the, the, the lads gave it everything, right, right from the very first go. And the Buccaneers held field position, territory, they were in, in our, our half for long periods of the game. Absolutely. And when you're in that situation, you find it hard maybe to get out of there, uh, you know, and um, the more experienced team came through. They did uh, progress in the end and they will lift the cup in a couple of moments. That's where we leave it there for you folks. Thank you very much again to Connor Rugby for having us uh, covering their senior and cups and plates today in the sports grounds in Galway uh, to our... 
Principal's Partners uh, who facilitated this to Damien Tanzi solicitors uh, in Sligo and Dublin. Uh, thank you so much to, for the support for them. Thank you to listen for, for you to listen and congratulations to uh, all the winners today, all the competitors today, but particularly the winners uh, who will be going back to celebrate. Sligo, of course, did emerge victorious in the women's plate earlier in the day. Galwegians had a comprehensive victory in the women's cup final and now Buccaneers have just shaded this very competitive uh, cup final here in the sports grounds. Uh, I've been Breffany early. Uh, to Pat Kern for joining me. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Breffany.